Welcome to the Becoming Titans podcast. I'm Russ Yeager, founder and CEO of Body Transformation University. I help busy business owners and executives get a beach-ready body without killing themselves in the gym hours every day, giving up the foods they love, or taking away time from their family or business. I believe putting your health first is the most important thing you can do to propel your business and financial success, ignite passion in your relationships, and to live a happier, more fulfilled life. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing inspirational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. On this episode of Becoming Titans, our guest is Paul Kemp. Welcome, Paul. Hi, thank you. I'm so glad that you're here. We were talking before the podcast. You're over in the UK and you're in lockdown again. Um, so you've been dealing with a lot of things over there that um, you know, a lot, the whole world has been dealing with it, but we all have different levels. We're on again. We're off again. Um, our interest, our listeners are interested in hearing um, about how you're dealing with your business and balancing life during this time um, during lockdown. How has that been for you? Um, it's quite tricky, uh, to be honest. Um, my partner's, uh, classed as high risk, so she has to shield. So juggling, trying to keep her sort of contained and safe and still trying to get an income. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a, a bit of a juggle, but we've, we've found a happy medium, I think. Well, yeah, after a year of this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of a lot of trials and tribulations. Uh, what is exa- exactly that you do, Paul? Right, I'm a valeter and detailer in the automotive industry. So I get beaten up old wrecks <laughs> and try and make them look brand new. Oh, I've owned one of those before. It was one of my favorite cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> usually the case. Usually the case. And they're a great um, deal. Um, how, how has that been during the um, COVID and lockdown of being able to detail, get those changes made to cars physically in person? Because it's an in-person thing, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, this Since I've started my business, um, my main sort of area of work has been with the main dealerships. So they've managed to keep the um, sort of work flowing. Um this next year, I'm hoping to move more into this sort of independent market where it's private clients coming to me more and more. I have had some private clients, but the majority of them, it, it does come through a dealership. So uh, it, it hasn't been too bad. I've had a few weeks where, you know, I've had to be in total lockdown. I think I lost nine weeks last year. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I've, I've worked all the way through. Um, so it hasn't had too much of an impact. How did you manage that nine weeks? Was it like nine weeks of no income for you? Yeah, I had one employee as well. Oh, so luckily I'd got money saved up. Um, so obviously I had to, uh, carry on sort of providing for my family. Um, but I also had to pay 80% of my employees wage as well. So is that a requirement over there at UK for you guys to required to pay your employees? Yeah, through the lockdown, um, the government would cover 20%, but the employer had to cover the 80%. 
So it was an added burden, but, uh, you know, I've built a relationship with this bloke. He's, he's a very good friend of mine. So it's a case of I couldn't see him go without. I couldn't say to him, look, sorry, you know, I'm going to have to lay you off and, you know, you have to find other work. It was a case of I appreciate all the hard work you've done so far. So I'll make sure that you're covered as well as me. I would imagine that is creating a very loyal employee. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, but time will tell. I mean, he, he hasn't let me down yet. So, yeah, I'll continue to support him and uh, help him out in any way I can. So how do you, let's look at your business before COVID. It feels like it was never before COVID at this point. It feels like it's been here forever. Um, how did you balance um, your life and your business, your personal life and business doing well, what you do? I only started my business about three and a half months before COVID hit. Wow. So it's very new business. Um, I was originally working in children's homes. So uh, very different industry. <laughs> very. How did you tell me a little bit about that? I would love to hear about what you did in the children's home and what made you switch. Well, if we go right back, um, I myself grew up in the care system. Um, I was placed with several different foster families throughout my life and it, it got quite messy and, you know, it wasn't very pleasant. But when I hit a certain age, I felt, like I owed the system um, a debt of gratitude, so to speak. So I uh, knew a person that worked as a manager in a care home, um, talked to him and ended up applying for the job. Uh, it was a care home for children with behavioural problems. So they weren't just sort of run-of-the-mill, you know, little babies or anything like that. There were teenagers uh, full of anger and fire because they've been messed about so much and they've had a lot of turmoil in their life. So, yeah, I threw myself into that. Um, I did it for 10 years. Um, wow. I progressed quite well within the job. Um, you know, did all the required courses and, university degree and everything else um and set myself up with a very good career but it just got to the point where i it was all about work there's no family time there was no downtime um and i, I worked a 72 hour shift without any sleep wow you know wow. so it, it got a bit too much and, and it was it's a, a lot of, of the emotion that is it drains you. I mean, it does take every part of you. I'm a guardian at litem for the foster system here in Florida. Oh, right, so right. I was getting kind of teared up to know <laughs> that you felt like you owe the system because there's a lot wrong with the systems because it's a lot to juggle yeah. and to deal with. So that really touched me to know that you felt like you owe the system and that it you thought even though it's difficult, it worked for you. Um, well, I mean, it took a while, um, but I eventually got placed with an absolutely amazing couple. They'd already had six of their own children. <laughs> uh, they grew up and left home, and they took me and my two sisters on as well, you know, following on from their own. And I couldn't have asked for better parents. Um, 
you know, they, they were absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, the the system over here has got a lot of issues. And I think in a sort of almost naive way, I was hoping that I could change some of those issues or improve them. But obviously one man against a machine, it's very it's hard, hard but I bet you change lives and that's all that matters, right? Is that I'd you? like to think so. I would yeah. like to think so. I'm betting um, you did. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was an experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just got to the point where, it, like I said, I had the career, I had the income, but then I had to start looking at my own well-being, my own mental health, my own family, and. I don't do things by halves. So it was a overnight sort of, right, finish with that. Let's move on to something new. <laughs> and in a matter of about two weeks, I'd changed my career path, started up a business. And that's where I am today. It's uh, good for you. Good for you. So it's interesting. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. It kind of hit me that you got out of the system. And then you went back into the system. So you never really left the system. And now you kind of are spreading your wings finally and, and creating that life that you probably always longed for and wanted and probably thought was impossible. Yeah. I mean, after I left the system um, at 18, I went to university. Um, I became a single parent at 21. So I had quite a few years where I was sort of, doing odd jobs that weren't great, but I made ends meet to provide for my daughter. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously, like I say, I, I went back to that industry and uh, as a worker rather than as a uh, resident. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, do, do you work directly with Ro Russ? Um, I've known Russ for nearly two years. Um, he, I joined his training program. Um, I got very overweight. Um, my mobility was terrible. I had a major back injury. Um, I mean, I had uh, spinal surgery uh, several years ago now, and I was never right after that. Oh, so my goodness. I got to a point where it was a, a make or break, and I had to lose the weight, and I had to do something about my own well-being. Right. And Russ helped me with that uh, massively. Um, in 10 and a half months, I lost 80 pounds. Wow. So, wow. yeah, I mean, it was a wild ride. <laughs> well, you did, you have been doing a lot of hard work. Congratulations to you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Um, but this valeting and detailing business isn't my only business. Since setting up with Ross, I sort of, I was inspired to, take a personal training course myself so i have a second business where i'm actually a personal trainer <laughs> excellent excellent so, so now you're helping other people which is really i can tell is your passion or you wouldn't have went back into the system yeah, to try well, and help. I, I try to i try to um i mean I'm, I'm probably not as motivational or as inspiring as russ but you know i, I try to try to help people where i can uh, we each have our own motivation that other people need. Russ might not motivate some other people where you might motivate them. So don't discount your, your yeah. ability, your qualifications for that. 
Uh, come but try. <laughs> you just got to show up for him, right? That's it. That's it. Um, I'd say 90% of the work is just being there, um, you know, providing that support, whether it's silent or with actions, you know, more often than not, it is just that person being there and lending a guiding hand. What has been the biggest lesson that you've learned in starting your own training business? <laughs> um, not to take life too seriously. Um, I can be quite an intense person or so I've been told. Um, <laughs> I can take things far too seriously, get far too involved with things. Um, and I've sort of over the years I've learned that every everybody's obviously different as much as the brain tries to compartmentalize everything and put people in little boxes it's a waste of time everybody's so different you know polar opposites so you've just got to approach every situation with an open mind and a willingness to learn yourself as well as teach Amen, brother, man. That's what we learn by working with people, isn't it? That sometimes we, just, we want them to jump on our agenda and then we realize, whoa, can't do that. And it opens our mind and our hearts to other possibilities. That's fantastic. That's, that's it. Absolutely. Uh, well, how can people get in touch with you, Paul? Um, my Facebook page. Uh, I think you have some details for that. Um, okay. I have LinkedIn as well um they're my main forums at the minute um obviously contact sort of dealerships and that direct uh through email phone calls face to face um i'm hoping to learn a few extra skills uh this year obviously with the tech side of things um so that i can sort out a web page um, and like I said, I'm, I'm hoping to go more sort of independent away from dealerships um, and more towards what I want to do for myself sort of thing. What is your, have you figured out what your ideal life looks like? No, absolutely not. In Obviously, there's the, there's the usual, you know, not having to worry about the bills coming through the door and things like that, which I think is everybody's main sort of uh, aspiration in life is not to have to worry about those. Um, for myself, as long as my family's well, we all have our health, we all have a roof over our heads, and we've got each other, I'm happy. I'm, I don't need fancy houses and fancy cars and things like that it's that's all by the wayside um yeah it's it's all about providing the, the life that my family want absolutely absolutely i love that it's it really is about your family because when it's all said and done and we're we're going to the great sky above or wherever we're going that's what we're leaving behind is that legacy of our family and the love that we've had and how we showed up in the world. Absolutely. Um, it, like I said, growing up in care for that initial eight years of my life, I didn't have a family. I was passed from pillar to post. So finally getting that family unit, um, being reunited with my sisters in that unit as well. It, it meant everything. It, it was sort of like the biggest uh, moment of my life, really. 
And so family has always been everything ever since. That's fantastic. Well, I'm glad that um, you have um, met the magic of Russ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so am I, so am I. And um, how's your back since you lost the weight? Um, my mobility is absolutely brilliant in comparison to how it was. Um, I still have four prolapse discs. Um, they do cause me some issues, but yeah, nothing compared to how it used to be. I used to struggle to get up out of the chair and now I'm in a gym deadlifting sort of well over 200 kilos, you know, so. Wow. Yeah. And you do this all online with Russ, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get a weekly call. Um, and obviously his, uh, website is, uh, body transformation university. Uh, it's got all the information there plus all the videos to explain exercises. it covers everything that you could possibly need. Um, and obviously Russ is always there on hand if you have any questions. What real quick, what was your diagnosis from the doctors um, before you started um, on this health journey of yours? Oh, from my back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've, originally I started off with a prolapse disc. I had an operation. I went back to work two weeks after the operation I should have had 12 months off, so my bad. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so I messed it up even more, and I have I had four prolapse discs um, that were encro- encroaching on the spinal cord, so I was getting a lot of numbness in my legs, weakness. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, like I say, mobility was terrible. Pain levels were ridiculous. I was on 27 tablets a day, painkillers. Whoa! Um, wow. But within six weeks of starting this program, I took myself off those tablets. All of them? Probably, yeah, all of them. Probably not what a doctor would advise by any means. But like I say, I, I don't really do things by arms. So, yeah, I took myself off them just to see what the differences were going to be like. And I haven't been disappointed. Well, congratulations. I am so happy for you. Um, this has been wonderful. I know that you, this, your story is going to touch so many people and inspire them. And again, uh, this is Paul Kemp. Thank you for being here, Paul. Uh, thank you very much. Rush Yeager here. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming Titans podcast. If you're a successful business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, consider your company as having a true purpose and would like to be a guest on this program, please visit russjaeger.com forward slash apply. And hey, if you got value out of the interview today, I'd be so grateful if you simply would share it on your favorite social media platform. And if you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, tag them on social media to let them know about it and include hashtag becoming titans. I love seeing you guys' posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and really mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more about what I do, go to RussJager.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, all under my name. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time.